Well, hey, everyone. Time for Puzzle Talk, geocaching puzzle podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. If you become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website or head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. For more details, patrons get the now famous blackout coins other geocaching items during the year, as well as bonus content, invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as bison tube level, which is $3 a month. So here are your hosts, Charles Watkins and Tom Brubman. Take it away, gentlemen. No, he's over there. This is weird. And then he's down there. He's over there. (laughs) All right. that, that's coming in later, right? The... <laughs> that's right. That's, that's later. Right. Uh, but not too far later. Not uh, too far this, later. That's right. This is, hey, Gary, jumping back to this Patreon thing, if people wanted to become a patron and go to the homepage, what does the symbol on the homepage for them to look Oh, at? very good. I like how you tied that right into the show there, buddy. Yeah, it's a heart. It's a heart. I can't make a really good heart. I know people do it like that, but I don't know if that's really a good heart. But yeah, it is a heart. Um, So, hey, boys, you want to do some news real quick? Yeah, let's do some news. Do a lot of news so I can eat my french fries. News, 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 news. couple things coming up uh podcast of hope is december 6th so i want to always kind of mention that because i want people to really be on top of that make your plans now to be uh part of uh the event because it really is for everyone uh we raise money for saint jude every year uh we're goal this year i think it's going to be eight thousand but kind of like to see more than that it'd be great uh but it's gonna be fun be a great uh eight hour podcast start at 4 p.m and go to midnight we're working feverishly on items for that we have already have a lot of uh vendors who have uh uh given uh given away some free stuff and we basically give those away uh, as prizes to folks who give during certain hours. So some people who are clever will take uh, their amount that they'd like to give and they split into however many hours they're going to watch. But uh, you don't eight. have eight. You don't have to do that. Well, hopefully they're going to watch eight, but we're you never know. <laughs> we're going to pack 24 hours of goodness into eight hours. That's we are. Right. We are. Um, and we don't even have to lie about that because you said we're starting at 4 p.m., but it's 5 p.m. somewhere else and 6 somewhere else. And sure. 4 p.m. around the clock. So we're going to do 24 hours worth of stuff every hour. Every hour. So um, that's going to be great. Um, we've got. Um, Spill the beans, Gary. Who's going to be on? Oh, man. No, I can't do that. Um, <laughs> didn't you say Matthew M. was going to be on? Uh, Matthew M. McConaughey. I didn't say that. I just said Matthew M. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, good day from Australia. 
That's right. It's lunchtime for them there. It is. We're having a Wednesday Wednesday lunch. A Wednesday lunch. It's a little uh, later. I think it's yeah. It's it's yeah. Wednesday into the afternoon of Wednesday there. That's right. Um, thanks everybody uh, for being on tonight. Um, oh wow, it's a root beer float. Really? Dang. My wife what? loves me. Oh man. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Root, root beer float. Can't beat that. Yeah, root Whataburger. beer float. Little Whataburger for those that are not uh, familiar. Did she get me? Oh, you know, did she? Please tell me she got me a number four. Whataburger is incredible. The, the burger chain. It is the burger chain. Oh, 11 a.m. Okay. I don't know why I thought it was later than that. Okay. Thanks. 11 a.m. So there you go. Nice. So. Uh, all right. So I'm going to. Get out of the way for you guys. Uh, we do have some other things that are coming up soon. Hey, stick with we, the news for a minute. That we can announce. Are you still eating? No, no, no. Stick. Play your news thing intro again and pay attention to the or the the spinning of the Earth. Oh, okay. We can do that. <laughs> so, what kind of orbit are we in? That's a that could be it. That there could be a puzzle cache in its own. <laughs> it's a 2020. It's a 2020 orbit. Nothing's That's right. right. That's right. So. Nothing, nothing is good there. So, but I, as I leave this to let Charles and Tom get started, I will leave you with this. Take it away. There it is. All right. So, part two to our uh, symbols and. Uh, Languages? Yeah, languages, which is, I guess, is symbols on this. So there is our uh, ticking tracker. We'll give y'all the show to figure that out. Um, If somebody in the chat room tonight figures this out, um, hey, jump in there and uh, throw in your answer, and then uh, we'll get you one of these coming your way. There you go. Yes, there so, you go. You can win. You can win a path Pathfinder thirty three. That's right. One of my trackable tags. Trackable. Um, so first and a, coupon, and a coupon for Whataburger. That's right. That's coming from Tom. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, but first person to get tonight's tracker correctly will get one of my trackables. We'll get your address at the end and get that yeah. mailed to you eventually. Sounds so, like a plan. Because, yeah, you're not home uh, yet, but you will be soon. Yeah, because uh, these are my uh, luxurious. Um, That's your, your fancy digs for the week. Yeah, in Albuquerque, Albuquerque crew, QQQ. Um, and I got a second to find today on a brand new bonus cash to a bonus. To an adventure lab that published today so as soon as work was done um i had a notification set up and it went off at like lunchtime and so second to find in a new state so hey kind of neat um cool. gary they're saying there's some invalid characters in your nope bam yeah. take that jeff not in invalid the, in the face they're, they're not canadian characters in they're not what you think they are. Um, so, 
into symbols. Symbols can be used in place of letters. Um, and they could be. I'll take a look. This first cache that we're going to show you. Let me attempt to do this here. Most of these caches that we're going to show to you tonight are archived for one reason or another. Um, so, you know, don't don't get your hopes up. Um, a good majority of these, um, I think over half of them are archived now. Um, so did you, how did you go about searching for these kind? I had to do a lot of that uh, from memory. I, I went and um, all of the ones that I pulled for the show tonight are ones that I have solved and are on a solved puzzle cache list of mine. I went back into my puzzle cache finds um, and found where I had found them and um, whatnot. This one is a cache that's located in Hawaii. Um, I'll, I'll fix the banner, by the way, in a minute. Go ahead. You keep going. I'm going to keep going. Um, <laughs> but I think I know what I think I know what happened. So go ahead. Uh, this cache is in Hawaii. It's archived now, um, but these are uh, semaphore flags. Um, there is um, plenty of places. If you go to geocaching toolbox, um, there is a semaphore flags. If you scroll down the page, um, down on the lower third of the main front page is some other um, help with some of this. And um, semaphore flags is one of those where it can go in and look at it. This one is tricky um, because you see the guy goes through this, goes through the motions pretty quick, but then he sits there and pauses and then goes through a bunch and then pauses. That's because it's the same, same character two times in a row. So when you see him get there and oh, pause and then go back to doing it, that's because they're the person who created this um, had two um, characters in a row. So there were two sixes in a row. Um, but this was a, a neat cache to solve. Um, I helped some friends who were going on a trip to Hawaii um, to solve this. Um, and then I told them that they had to sign my name to the cache log. And so that's how I have my one and only find in Hawaii. Um, but semaphore flags is um, if you can go in and get one of these um created and posted into embedded into a cache page. This is a fun way to use um, symbols. Most people who aren't, who don't live near the coast or, or probably don't have a strong um, shipping background. I say shipping, boating, um, naval, coast guard, uh, stuff like that probably wouldn't be able to you'd probably look at it like I did and was like, I don't know what that is. Um, thankfully my uh, wife knew what it was because she had gone to the Maritime Academy in California. And uh, so she was like, Oh, well that's this. And uh, so then I figured out how to translate it. 
Um, but semaphore flags um, is a good way to get uh, some of these um, done. So, which is our first round at this um, for the night. So, very cool. So, I'm going to assume that's a gift that's playing. Yeah, I would assume so. Um, either that or he's created a. Can you do it with a PNG? Oh, to make it. I think it's a PNG file where you layer multiple layers on top and then run all of them um, all consecutive, you know, one behind the images, one behind the other, like a slideshow. I thought that's what a GIF was. But I don't know. I'm not that technical, but. <laughs> You could you could probably do it as a as a as a GIF file, but it more than likely for the cache page was probably a PNG um, that was layered on top. The people who create those maps of counties as they found them. Um, there we go, Jeff. Saying PNG is just one image. GIF can be animated. Yeah. They, um, so I was going to jump in and how I would solve that. Because that guy's going way too fast for me. I'm <laughs> too old. You know, I can't keep up with him. Oh, okay. I would get that file and run it through a GIF editor and slow it down, or or look at the individual things and then and then translate it from there. Yeah, I think what I did was um, recorded it on my phone and then played it back in slow motion. Um. And then when I ended up one number or two numbers short at the end, then I had to go back and time them. And I played them to where each one was three seconds long before it jumped to the next one. Um, and I realized that he was holding a couple of those um, for like six seconds. And so I was like, oh, so that's how you, um, that's how you do that. So that's kind of where my corrections on this came where he had two sixes in a row or, you know, two fours in a row, whatnot. So, um, yeah. Cool. All right. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, I, Cause like I said, I'd have to put it in some kind of editor or do like you did film it and play it back slow. Cause I can't, I couldn't keep up with that dude. Yeah. I didn't write that fast. My memory's not that long. Squirrel. All right, this is one, Tom, that you threw in. Uh -oh. uh, that must have been in Blanco. And it this cache is also archived. Um, so this is uh, both a, this is a combination of several things. Um, Morse code in the beginning. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's very cool. And, and then... These are, um, I believe that's international maritime flags. Yeah. Ooh, there's something cool. There's something that you, you definitely don't see every day. Uh, <laughs> you are, uh, that's for sure. You know, unless you're a, a, a cruise fanatic. Right. Um, you're probably. I have a friend who boats around the world. Sorry, he probably has seen those. That's yeah. his, his job. His job is to boat around the world. How about that? 
I'd, I'd take it in a heart. <laughs> so the, so the, second, the third flag on the top row, that's nothing to do with Japan, and the second one's not Maryland. And Right. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yep, I can see that. Yeah. So, um, again, um, there are, of course, as always, our, our help for you guys in this, your resources, which are going to be in the show notes, are omniglot.com, uh, the decode.fr slash en, the boxerin trick. How do you do say that one, Gary? Uh... The B.O. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Uh, Box and treat. Box and treat. Box and treat. Yep. Um, you can yeah, also- some, yeah. Somebody tell us we're wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Prove us wrong. Uh, <laughs> you can go to the geocaching puzzle of the day dot blogspot dot com. Um, the ref dot dot com is a good place to go. I don't know about that one. That one's uh, kind of that's kind of lame. He's questionable. I'm kidding. That's a good one. I mean, Ling- a- Lingo Jam, which is a new one. We'll show you Lingo Jam here in a little bit. Yep. Um, and as always, the geocachingtoolbox.com has almost all of these flags and symbols um, that we'll show you tonight at some level on them. So there you go. Yep. If those were individual pictures there, those flags, you could do an image search and probably bring one up and kind of tell you what it is, give you a good idea what it is. Yeah. Go from there. Let's see. Oh, this is the one that's over in the, that I had to, I had to open for whatever reason, I've tried to open this one, um, several times um, and was not able to open it in Chrome. Ooh, yeah, that can happen. Um, so I had to open it in Internet Explorer. Let me see. Uh, i to see if I could. No, can't do that. Let's see, if, let's see if this works without getting everybody crazy. All right. So for whatever reason, I couldn't bring this, the images when I tried to open this in Chrome gave me broken image URL symbols, but here it is in internet Explorer. And for whatever reason, it opened just fine in internet Explorer. Uh, Tom said he opened it in edge and it opened up just fine in edge. When I opened up the cache page in the official geocaching app and in Cashly, it opened just fine. So it could be that it's my computer that wouldn't open it in Chrome, which is very possible. Um, but for whatever reason, I couldn't. Um, so this again is your, um, these are examples of your international maritime flags. These are the, there are the banner, the pennant style ones that we saw on the previous cache page. And then there are also a set of square flags. Uh, these obviously are the square flags, um, and they all represent um, a different number. Um, so um, just showing you some varieties that you may see for some of this. 
Um, all of these symbols so far that we have shown can be found on geocachingtoolbox.com. Um, so that is kind of the catch-all resource for um, for all of these. But um, these are your square international maritime. Um, Gary, I kind of wish your buddy who sails around the world was on the show now, because then yeah, we get some more info. I would ask, okay, what do, what do they spell out with these things? What do they do? <laughs> Let's see if he's available. No, I'm kidding. I mean, like, uh, uh, I've only been on two cruises, but I remember seeing stuff, these flags up on cruise ships, and it's like, right. are they telling me free beer in the lounge if you say the secret word or something? Or Yes, maybe so. Um, bring that one back up again real quick, Charles. I got some. Oh, now he's going to. Because, again, I'm learning, and I want you guys to be able to. Um, yeah, it is it is broken in Chrome because I get the, I get a Chrome I, I get a uh, I get a it's broken in mine too when I do Chrome. Oh, yes. Thank so you're you. okay. Maybe uh, it's the guy who the cash owner has something against Chrome and he just wrote it. So <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, there's a intriguing now, huh? Uh, do you guys know if this checker is still valid? Uh, it's geocheck geocheck.org is that still it, yeah that of, still works is it it still work? a, okay it brought up a valid page for me here's the checker page okay cool so yeah. it, it, I know that some of the checkers I ran into this the other day trying to solve a puzzle in St. George Utah where I'm long term staying at yeah. uh, except for this week and next week um, but there was a checker that they had that the the checker was no longer a, a viable website. So, I know I know that's for another show. Probably uh, events. Events is one that and geo checker, but we definitely you. I think you boys should do a show on checkers because there's a lot there's a lot more than just checking cords that you can do with them. There is. In fact, the bonus cash to the lab, adventure lab that I did today, I was the second person to do the adventure lab and the second person to find the bonus cash. But it had you go to certitude and you had to type it in certitude at gate, or at least in the, what is the little view book, the notebook thing at the end oh, of right, right. You know, stage in an adventure lab? Yeah. It, word and you had to put all five of these words into certitude and once you put all five words in like a sentence and hit the certitude button it gave you coordinates for the final so you don't always have to put in it could be just random stuff now hang on to that we're gonna, that's for that's for another show but we'll we'll come back to that <laughs> uh, i'll throw this out just for notes for the other show you can have multiple certitudes on one cache page oh really oh man i'm intrigued okay keep it keep it for another time i want to like to hear about that all right all right so let me this is the next one And so there you go. Now that's different. I'm trying to remember what the deal was with this one. 
What is that? Which one is that? That's... Yeah, that's this one that you threw in the show notes. Oh, I did the mixed bag. No, no, this is one that. Uh, oh, that that Tom put in. Yeah, and it's been archived as well, but it's called "Is This an International Number?" GC one zero eight TV. Uh, I'll throw that in the show notes just so people can. So. Play along at home. Yeah. Play along at home. I probably should have put the whole thing. It'd been easier for people, maybe. Well, maybe not. I don't know. So the translated digits, looking at the hint, it says the translated digits are two, two, five, two, seven, seven, one, and zero. The order is blowing in the wind. So you had to know the number to go to the flag, and then you had to go to ground zero on this one, and they had all these flags flying. And when you put the flags in the right order with the numbers here, it gave you the coordinates. Oh, really? So that's one of those where the cache may not be at the posted coordinates, but you probably need to take your uh, – your hind end down there to get you a look-see. I have a puzzle cache similar to this um, that uh, it, it doesn't, that going to ground zero where I have the actual icon on the map actually gives you a physical hint um, for how to solve the puzzle cache. So was one of those things where I put on the cache page you don't need to go to ground zero, but it highly would probably help you solve the puzzle. And it gives you a place to sit because there's a bench there right at the base of a flagpole. So got these na na the nation, the language, the digit pronunciation. That's and Jeff solved the Chrome issue with the pictures. Yeah, I saw that. I'll bring it up. Says they're broken because the HTML IMG tag is requesting the image from HTTP. It's not a secure server. It's not HTTPS. Chrome is stricter. Blocks request to unsecured URLs. There you go. And well, there you have it. Uh, Burnt Turtles had an interesting thing. He says he found a lab bonus where the cash owner has made dancing men out of their bodies in the journal pages. So people are standing oh. there like with their hand, you know, because dancing men's got this kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, are they kind of like standing with their? Yeah, and, they, yeah, and they've got their legs kicked up. Yeah, their legs are kicked and all that you know, stuff. Got an arm out to the side. <laughs> um, it's awesome. You know, or they're like this. Yeah. And the dancing men is fun because most people, there are different symbols for capital letters and lower letters. Right. So you could totally do, you know, like your north coordinates in the uppercase fonts only. Yeah. Do the west coordinates in the lowercase font. And it really will throw people because they'll be like, you know, if they're if the source that they're looking at only has one of the alphabets, the, not all of the characters going to be there. Right. So, um, Dancing men have some of them where you're, they're standing on their heads. 
Yes. Here. I, yeah. I got okay, it. So, yeah. I'd have sure. to do that laying on the ground. I ain't standing on my head to do a cash. I'll end up in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Google search of the, the dancing men. Right, right over so, here in the corner. Yeah. So if you, if you look to this image that's on the center left over here, that one right there, Gary, this one here, see how there's, there's, so the, the one has like an, a box in his hand or an extra little loop on his foot or right. that's the difference between capital letters and lowercase letters in the dancing men font. Oh, okay. If, if people aren't, if you see the ones that have all of the flags or boxes or the extra little hooks on their feet, right? that tells you that that's the capital or the lowercase letters and the ones that don't have the boxes in his hands right? are all the lowercase letters. So these are all this image that you brought up, yeah. all lowercase letters. And if you click on the one to the, that one right there, that one is all uppercase letters. Okay. So cool. He's got a flag, the ones with the flags in his hand and yeah. the, the first image, the first character. Interesting. So the first character and the seventh character that have the extra little hooks on his feet. The, yeah. Those are capital letters as well. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it, if you, if you didn't know that and you're sitting there looking, so that one had both, um, uppercase and lowercase letters in the font that you're looking at. So if you didn't know to look for both uppercase and lowercase letters, then you'd sit there and be like, well, this is in incomplete or, right. um, whatnot. So fascinating so if uppercase they got something in their hand all the time you could pretend to be doing a rhythmic dance and <laughs> really you're spelling something out yeah yeah let's see so i guess sherlock holmes used this at one point too the, uh that's where it came from okay cool there you go neat <laughs> oh that crazy thing that doesn't yeah. help me you need a and remember that they put this on the what is the deal that NASA just launched back up into space the Mars rover oh yeah the Mar that's right yeah. there is dancing men on the Mars rover and uh, Jeff and, and I caught it Jeff caught it before I did um, but they they misspelled. There's a wrong character in there. Oh, right, I remember you NASA, mentioned that. NASA put the wrong character on the Mars rover when they launched it out there. Um, uh, they got it. It, it wrong. doesn't say made in China or something. <laughs> no, but they got, <laughs> no, not that the, far off. One of the one of the characters was wrong. Just one. Um, but it was funny because I was sitting there going through and I was like, what is, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I went back and looked at my uppercase alphabet, my lowercase alphabet. And then I was like, this isn't, this is, this, this isn't in either of them. Uh, and so NASA made up their own character for, 
whatever it was, like a G or a J, whatever the letter was, completely wrong. So, all right. So this maybe it's a funny G that's got two circles and the. Uh, yeah, the, the what is the German O with the two dots? Oh, that's the um, umlauts. Yeah, the umlauts. Um. So, all right. So this one is. I'm looking for that photo. Go ahead. This one is. That one's a bad railroad track. What we typically call Japanese math, right? Um, and um, my, is this the new math stuff that everybody's no, complaining no, about. That's <laughs> not that. This isn't, this isn't that. Um, but I called my brother, who has um, a math degree from the University of Texas, and said, "Hey, uh, and he's pretty slick at puzzles." I said, I'm, "I'm not sure what this is," and he looked at it and was like, "Oh, that's that Japanese multiplication." I was like, Japanese multiplication, um, there is a way to um, there is a way to do this that makes sense. Let me pull up uh, this. Right now it looks like pickup sticks played by somebody with OCD. It does. So let me clarify this. Let me remove this one. I'll add this one back in here in a moment. But let me show you how to solve this. And that is over on the Japanese multiplication method. Right? So oh, wow. showed you this. this shows you 23 times 12 in the first block. And you solve it going from six to two. So you solve it backwards, right? So when you solve this, you have, you solve this first. So how many line intersections you have is six. That is your last digit six. Then you move to the middle and you go four plus three, right? Is seven. <laughs> yep. first one gives you two. So 23 times 12, you bust out your calculator is 276. Well, that's cool. You work from right to left as you're doing this because in a situation like this second one where you end up with 12 dots well you put your two down there and you carry your one over right and then you go one two three four five six seven eight nine ten plus your one you carried over is 11. so that's your one digit your one you're in, in the tens location okay right and then you carry your second, your your additional one over one more place. And you go two plus one equals three. So then 24 times 13 is 312. Wow. So this is Japanese visual multiplication. I've come across several puzzles like this um, in the past. So now like swimming this, fish. Right. So now looking at this, let's. Um, let me pull this out and we'll go back to um, the geocache and share this, right? Oh, right. As you're looking at this, you in the in the one puzzle, it was 
canted sideways, right? This guy didn't do it that way. So you, but you still have to do it like that. So this is one, two, three, four, five. So this is five, but this ends up being the last digit that you do. So you have to count these lines crossed first, which is three, six, nine, 12, 15. What is that? Ends up being 21. Let's see, three, six, nine, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, right? So 27, so your number would be a seven carrier two, right? Right. And then you go one, two, let's go three, six, nine, 12, 15, Plus. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. So 24 plus your two that you carry. So there's 26. So now your middle number is six and you carry your two. This group up here, which is one, two, three, four, five, plus your two gives you seven, right? Right. So then you come to this thing. <laughs> right? come to this thing. So you've got this one and then this section and this section makes your middle and then you have this one up here at the top right so you go three six nine twelve fifteen eighteen twenty one right so twenty one so one carry your two one two three four five six plus two is eight because this is zero. How many lines do you have crossing down here? Zero. Oh, right. Right? Right. But how many line intersections do you have up here in this top corner? Is also still zero. zero. Right? So the middle number is eight, and the first number is zero. Right? right? So when you're solving for this, um, and if you didn't know that this was, let me see. Yeah. And so this one is archived as well. But you can see here are the corrected coordinates. So if you look at just the west coordinates that we solved second, you have 21, right? So there's your one, carry your two, you have six. Right. Your two gives you eight. And then you have zero for this third digit, right? So right. there's your, there's a easy way to do a, kind of neat puzzle. And if most people in the area don't understand what it is, um, yeah, this one was called got your lines crossed. Yeah. It's a GC four X as in X files two Y as in Yuma. Okay. You found it. So I have to ask, I'm looking at the hint and it said, you should find yourself in the alley behind a little shopping strip. Don't pass gas. <laughs> so this was. Um, it's on a gas meter or near on one. A, it was on a. Uh, it. It was. They had a. You know, PVC pipe that was going down into the ground to protect the pipe from the asphalt when they laid the asphalt, um, and it was down in the. Um, down in that pipe beside the um, 
gas inlet pipe for the gas meter. But yeah, it was right there next to a gas meter. Yeah, I had to think a minute. I thought that seems weird, and then I thought, okay, well, maybe it's got to make some sense at ground zero. So yeah, it was behind. Um, there was like a a Home Depot at one end, and then um, at, at one corner of the parking lot, and then on the other end was like a pizza joint and a sewing place and a this, this, this. But the pizza joint that was there at the end had to have gas for their pizza ovens. So they had gas, yeah. And so, but yeah, it was it was tucked down in the ground next to the um, underneath the gas meter. Wood fired wood fired ovens for the pizza. Oh, uh, skip it. You know. skip it. Pizza ninja liked it. Speaking of pizza, I think I'm probably going to steal this puzzle idea myself. Holy math, Batman! That's right. Pizza. So, let's see. The next one. Everybody's going to know what these next ones are. What um, we do? Do you want to put everybody out their misery? On our puzzle, no. Let, wait. Nobody's let it, answered. We'll wait. Let it, keep, let it keep scrolling. Okay. Let it. We'll let it. We'll let it. Uh, we'll let it simmer. That's we'll right. Let that's stew. right. We'll let it stew. We'll let it. We'll, we'll make a stew out of it. Bomb. <laughs> and then um, well, there's one towards the end where it looks like you let the fuse. That's right. It does look like that. Um, this one was one that we found up in Alaska that's been archived. Um, so I'm okay with showing this. Ooh, um, see if I can... And, and this, this QR code actually really works. So see if I can do it for the, yeah, leave it there a minute. Oh, it worked. It does work. And it will give, <laughs> it will give you the final coordinates. If you have a QR code reader or QR code reader, yeah. if you have a newer, say newer than an iPhone 7 or newer than a Samsung Galaxy S8, if you just open the camera and pull the QR code, it automatically will read it, right? And it right. Will, and, and the cash owner has provided you a hint in there. It gives you the coordinates um, and whatnot. Oh. They have it automatically set up for this, Um I tried to find one of these because I know um, some friends of ours from East Texas uh, visiting vet tech has, yes. um, she has some that are called smartphone cash number one through I think four. Yes. I remember that. Now I've done those. Yeah. So out there um, outside of Jacksonville, Texas, she's got a couple of these that you have to have a smartphone in order to do. Now her cash page is blank, but when you get to ground zero, uh, she actually has the a QR code there taped to a box or laminated. I forget what it is, but she's got a QR code there that you have to scan in order to uh, figure out where the final is. Um, so this is one. We've got another one. Let me. Um, and there are there are things online. I will add it to the show notes. But um, you know what? I just remembered one that I don't think I put up. I mean, uh, good. Huh. Uh, yes, your scan works. All right, where'd my GSAC go? 
Well, this ain't good. Oh, that's my work one. No wonder I can. All right. So let me pull up this other one. This is another QR code uh, cache. So um, this one also has been archived. Um, and when you um, you can scan this this one as well. But when you scan this one, it doesn't give you the coordinates for the final. It brings up something that says, congratulations, you have all the tools you need. Now go to ground zero. This guy also, like visiting vet tech, has the QR code that you need to get to the final at ground zero. Um, so when you scan this QR code, um, it all it'll tell you is that congratulations, you've got all of the tools required to find the cache. Now get off the couch um, or something to that effect. Right. Right. So, um, there is that one as well. Um, and there, there are numerous other caches like this. We just pulled a couple. Um, but, uh, you know, don't, hey, don't bring, bring this one up. Oh, hang I on. forgot about this one. This one, this one's a QR that'll mess with your head. All right. What's GC code? 38YYT. Direwolf took a shot at it, but that is incorrect. But he just took a guess, I can tell. <laughs> holy buckets. That is not the correct answer, by the way. Neither is holy buckets. <laughs> holy buckets uh, doesn't work either. All right, let me let me share this one. As Cash Canada, who was recently on the show, would say, holy doodle. Holy doodle. There's your QR. Yeah. Oh, wow. What is that? Is the, that the, the is that mellow? Is it the mellow one? No, the last one we showed yeah. was mellow. This oh, one, last one. Okay. This one's not in the show notes. We'll add it at the end. Yeah, okay. we need to add this one. For, for the, where, uh, where is the cash? And this one, I have not found it. It is still an active cash. Still active. Okay. Um, so. And uh, let's see. It is in Texas. So is this down in the Texas. Greater, greater San Antonio area? Scroll all the way down to the bottom. Windcrest, Converse. All right. So it's north of San Antonio, between San Antonio and uh, – or headed out the north end of San Antonio. Oh, look. There's Selma. Bottom. <laughs> there's Selma. I wonder who that is. I wonder who possibly could live out there. First sergeant was the first to find. Oh, I missed it. Darn. Oh, isn't yours? Okay. Oh, and you got second to find. I got a second to find today. There's nothing wrong with being second. Just first loser. Well, no, you right. The first one's a coordinate checker. They verify the coordinates are right for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that works. That's that's how that works. Um all right, so there's that's a crazy QR. Um, that would probably I would. I don't, I, if I know. remember right, I had to print that out, cut out the different stuff, and scan each one individually. Oh, that's funny. Carrie Wynn um, has found this. She's a cashier up here in um, Colorado, where I live. Um, yeah, well, so, she was down here for a while. 
Yeah. So, oh, it's a four, three and a half. So it's, it's not the, not a five. I was sitting there thinking that maybe it was going to be. Well, uh, back when this thing first came out, I mean, you know, those were QR codes were strange when they first came out. Not everybody knew what they were. They were. And a lot of people didn't understand how to um, read them. So this is another thing that um, people may not understand how to read or what it is. Um, but let's share this with you guys. So there's your button. Okay. Um, Which one is this? This one is one that I found up in Delaware. When I was up there, it's called Eastbound and Down. Eastbound and Down. Let me see. It's GC17RHT. It's called Eastbound and Down. Um, oh, no. Is it in Ohio? Maybe in Ohio. Let me look. It is in Ohio. So not in Delaware. A different one of these that I have found that's on this list is in Delaware. Um but this one is in Ohio. I had to call my brother who has a master's in oh, University of Texas, but he is also an over-the-road truck driver. Hazmat symbols. Hazmat symbols. And each one of them. Oh, cool. So the hard part about this, and you will see it on the next cache that we share, Um. But the next cache that we share, in fact, let's go ahead. We'll, we'll hold off on that. But there is a problem with this geocache page. Um, oh. <laughs> and in my log, I wrote that there was a problem with this. Interesting. Uh, and so let's, let's get out of this and let's share the next cache because it will fight <laughs> The problem with this. All right. So what is the name of this cache, Gary? Hazardous Cargo 1966. What do you think that date? Do you think that date matters? Sure. Why? It's in the title. <laughs> it is. So <laughs> the problem with the cache page that we were just showing is that in 1967 oh, there was no. a date to the national transportation safety stuff that changed the identification for placards oh another one that was changed it was changed twice in the 70s it was changed in the 80s it was changed like five times in the 90s right and so on the last cache page if you didn't know which year placards to look at i'd have been baffled you're gonna get you're you're gonna get one symbol that you're not gonna find because it's no longer uh it's no longer there so cash for nick by the by the is the winner by the way oh awesome yeah here we go cash for nick these now, are a bunch did, of symbols. Did, did did he translate it, or did he just give up and just say it's a bunch of symbols? No, they. I think they translate it because. 
because That's the answer that is what it says. <laughs> that is what our ticking scroller does say. Um, so congratulations that, you know, we're 53 minutes in and that's, that's, that's pretty quick. There it is. These are a bunch of symbols. That's the Wingdings translator, by the way. So, all right. We'll, we'll mention that page later. Go ahead. All right. Back to the, so see, I would have, I'm bad about this. This is something you guys obviously are good at being puzzle guys, but I would have, I say that. But I would have ignored that 1966. I just rolled right by it. Right. So, uh, so somebody puts a date on there like that. It's there for a reason. I know. I know. I need to. So, be- right. So as you scroll down through this, it gives you, um, you know, a bunch of stuff. But you need to take A, B, C, D, E, and F, right, in all of these. Uh, liquefied petroleum gra- gas, uh, lithium batteries, gasoline, sulfuric acid, uh, amyl nitrate. So you need to take all of these and convert them to a number. Like if you see the front of this semi truck right here, down here in this bottom corner in his placard, he has 1223. Well, 1223 is a number associated with a particular chemical, whether it be gasoline, diesel, ammonium nitrate, whatever that may be, every chemical that's hauled on the U.S. highway system is assigned a number, right? Right. Um, Our UPS truck here, who's probably carrying lithium batteries, right, has a number. When you go to the post office and they ask you when you're sending a box, do you have anything in here, fragile, perishable, hazardous like lithium batteries, perfume, um, and whatnot. The lithium batteries is important because lithium batteries can only be shipped ground. You cannot airship lithium batteries. Um, That's right. Because they ask you when you, when you, every time I send a coin out or whatever, they always, when I'm at the post office, they ask me if there's anything lithium, et cetera. Right. And so that tells them that it has to go ground. Um, I'm doing a job working in telecommunications and we ship batteries all the time, (laughs) you know, or uh, computers back and forth and the computers have lithium batteries in them. And so we have to make sure that we send them ground. Um, When we get, when the federal government gets new computers from uh, Dell or, um, whoever the contract awardee is for the government contracts, um, all of a sudden we'll get a ton of boxes when we do uh, order with, you know, that's got a giant hazard placard on it. And it came on a pallet from, you know, in a ship, you know, in a trucking cargo uh, because they can't send it air that way. Um, But this one tells you, this one tells you that you have to take, a plus B plus C divided by a thousand um, gives you your X dot XXX and D plus E minus F divided by a thousand will give you, or I'm sorry, Y, y dot YYY for A, B, and C and X dot XXX for D, E, and F. Um, and you can see where you have to be able to plug it in right here on the cash page. 
um, to get to uh, wherever the cache is, the final container is hidden at. So there you go. I put in the show notes to or uh, in the chat for people if they want to take a look at it. Uh, I should know the number for the sulfuric, but it's been 16, 17 years since I've had to deal with it. <laughs> right. So the the last one that I showed that the first one that's um, that we showed that has the hazardous cargo placards, um, that one has one that now is out of date that's not used anymore. I solved the entire puzzle minus one symbol, but it was one of those digits where it oh, number was, right? It. And so, so 1966. Um, so there were several years and my brother and I went back and forth and he, because he's an over the road truck driver, his company has a electronic database as the placards changed. And he oh, was right. on to his company's website and go back through the history of it and, uh, and figure out what, um, what year we were looking for and what number is associated with that placard. So I don't know, um, Charles, if you could give away two path tags, but technically the correct answer is these are a bunch of symbols, dot, dot, dot. That's technically the correct answer. So, um, I got yeah. So, um, so Darren, if you want to send us, uh, email us at, Puzzle Talk Podcast at gmail.com. We will get your information and we'll send you uh, uh we'll send you one as well as Nicole. Nicole was the winner of the first one, but she did not put I don't think she put it. See, she put symbols, she forgot the dots. So we'll give away a couple. How's that? Yeah, that'll work. Uh, okay. oh man, a postage to Australia is gonna be hey. Look at Australia. It's gonna take it a while to get there. It's not bad though. It's not as bad as you think. I've sent stuff. I sent stuff to Australia. Oh, no, I've sent stuff to Australia. But it, it, it's, not gonna go um, it's not gonna go ground. Yeah, it's, it's going on the slow boat. Um, but I sent some stuff to Canada um, after we played our the game that we played on the Tuesday before we started doing regular shows on Tuesday. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. game. Yeah, um, I sent one of these to each of the people who was on the show with me, and um, one one went overseas. One, no, one of them went to Canada. Okay, and she finally sent me back a message like three and a half weeks after I put it oh, in. The no, and said it made it. I was like, Ooh, three. And why, a half. why is it so hard for it to go from? I don't Basically, know. you could you could have walked it. Well, you could walk it there. You could have dri driven there easily, easily. Well, except the border was closed. Well, that's true. That kind of ruins things. But they quarantined it for two weeks somewhere in a warehouse. Oh gosh, yes. Um. So good job. You, you are correct. He did it. Darren did correct. That's okay. All right. All right. So this is this is a little different, but this is still falls in the realm of symbols um even though um the the cache is is somewhat um different 
Ooh. Ooh. So. Musica. Music. Music. Uh, I saw one the other day where we were um, in a – the puzzle had already been solved, and I was on a Facebook puzzle group and just cruised by because somebody had um, tagged me in um, in a post, and it had major and minor chords. So it was – uh, a minor or uh, F major or was well, something like that. And that led you somehow down the road to, uh, uh, to a cash. Um, this one is, um, this one was the, is the same way. So you need to take each of these sections of music and do something with them um, to end up getting you, uh, to a cash. Now, this is at North 63 East 010. Oh, Tiger Wolf. Uh, so, you may take some notes on this one. <laughs> but um, huh. Where in the world is that? Uh, Where in the world are we? Is it. Keep going. The UK? No, Norway. Norway. Okay. Hello. Hello. Shout out to Norway. Right? Yeah, Norway. Um, I have. <laughs> Can I figure this out? Norway. Norway. Oh, dang it. Where's the mute button for Tom? I can't find it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lee at Bird Turtles. If. if- <laughs> If it's music, it immediately goes on my ignore list. <laughs> oh, come on. You can't, uh, you can't ignore caches. That's well, you can. So there was another one of these that I saw that was just percussion notes. Oh, wow. Okay, right. Yeah, because drum, so, drummers have different uh, sheet music typically. Right. And so you had to be able to look at it and be like, um, you had to count a uh, number of. Uh, I guess drum beats in it. I I could somebody else solved it for me, um, but this one is uh, in, in that same. Different notes have different values, different number values, different um, chords. Major and minor chords have different number values associated with them. Sure, and so uh, that's how you get through this one. It is odd. Um, you don't often find music um, notes or chords that make up puzzle caches. Um, I had to hunt for this one. This one's not one that I've solved. It is still an active cache in Norway. Um, yeah, well, here, let me share a screen then. So, but that's a good idea, though, because if it's not something people do very often. Right. So, all right, Tom, go ahead. But this one has been solved and found 50 times. I have something else, too, for you guys after when you get a chance. I got. All right. Is it showing up? (laughs) Yes. Yes. You're going to get get jiggy with it? Getting jiggity with it. Yeah. There you go. Jiggity. Yeah. And look at that. Five times. Oh, and look. It's uh, 17 miles from the house. 
Have you got it? Have you found it? Uh, there's Vince Rowe. Oh, Vince did it. Good for Vince. And Scuderino, he's an 80 year old tree climbing. Oh yeah, looper guy. Yeah, he is. And look, yep, my name is not there. You better solve that then. Well, now that Charles knows how to figure these out, write this number down, Charles, and solve it for me. What's this? How was it? What was the certitude number on it? You said there were five, five that go down. Five, five solves and thirty-nine misses. Answers, swings and misses. Swings and misses. Swing and a miss. Yeah, the Atlanta Braves did a swing and a miss. Boy, they did. They came so close. So close. The lady who put this out, she started out with just some real simple stuff. Uh-huh. And then she's just gone crazy. Oh, she puts <laughs> all, all kind of cool stuff. In fact, somebody yeah. earlier said they liked my puzzles that I put out. And it's like, no, the what are they? The something about weird. That's that's so weird series or something with all okay. musical instruments. Right. Yeah. That's the same person who did this one. Yeah. Brenda, the wild Rose of Texas. Yeah. She's, I found some of her caches. She's got family up in Wyoming and I found some of her caches up there. It was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. <You know, laughs> normally she has, she has that big giant yellow rose, GeoArt and the Alamo GeoArt down south of San Antonio. Right. Um, but she puts out some amazing puzzles. Uh, she's got some pretty creative hides, too. They're not <coughs> boring. Stuff. Yeah. I think I found some of uh, hers this past week, and we were in Abilene. I think she has some there. Let's see. This is the last. This is the last puzzle that I have queued up for the show tonight. I have a picture I want to show that oh. I know you can, and then that'll we'll we'll wrap up after that. But this is Gary's kind of catch-all. It's a mixed bag. The mixed bag is what it, is that what I put it in the, in the show? Yeah, we called it the mixed bag. So this, this one has a little bit of everything. So this was suggested. your britches while we scroll down through this thing. Yeah, this was suggested, I think, by Ann Poe. Poe Ann. I think it's her, yeah. Uh, Ann Poe is her name, but I think she. I think her GC name is Poe Ann. So she has a puzzle for a highlight GC91 FP1. She charged a dollar per hint. She'd be pretty rich on this one. <laughs> it's a how-to puzzle. It does a great job teaching you how to solve um, so it tells you in here that the first, um, I'm, Trisha, which one were you looking for? This one or the pat, the last one I could give that one. Oh, the, the, the last one, uh, Tom, you have to, you have to tell me what that one is. Uh, the jiggity is. GC7KV5Q. GC7. Kilo Victor 5 Quebec. Just the, just the, uh, you're, you're confusing me. GC, just say them. GC7KV5Q. K-V-5-Q. 5Q. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and she's going to figure it out and send me the. 
She can help you. Yeah. She'll solve it, then she'll go, ha ha, solved it. Now you got to figure it out. That's what I would do. So this one right here, um, obviously <laughs> there's. <sighs> yeah, it's uh, Kayak Virtual 5 Query Geo Alphabet. Okay. Uh, this one has both Morse code. It has binary in it. Um, Bacon. It has these crazy keys. Yeah, what is that? So it is, it is I thought a it just had three things in it, but it's got it presented different ways. Got some Morse code. It's got some binary in there. You can see. So it tell he goes through the cache page and tells you what all is in here for the for the most part. Right. So Morse code. There's binary. Right. And bacon. A bacon. It's bacon. Baconian. So it has a Baconian cipher in it. Um, That's for another show. And then these are tips for solving the two thing ciphers. Um, so that's a Dr. Seuss thing, right? Thing one and right. thing two. Thing one and thing two. That's right. Um, so groups of five may be bacon or binary. Groups of eight may be binary. Uh, in some cases, interesting. Uh, it may be a five-bit binary, and the binary and bacon translation will be the same. Um, so he goes through a lot of explaining how to solve this if you just take the time to read the cache page. Most people don't always take the time. Um, and he gives you um, he gives you like in some of these where you need um, a code word. He, he gives you some of these. Oh, cool. Right. So answers to the code translations in the code description. The Morse code translation is Morse code. The binary translation is binary code. And the Baconian translation is bacon. So, bacon. Sorry. But there are these crazy emojis up in here. Oh, yeah. Um, and this brought up something that Gary shared with us earlier that we haven't been able to figure out. Um, it was short notice. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> and we couldn't find a cache built like this. Right. But let me stop sharing my screen and we'll let Gary, do you have that? Uh, yeah. The emoji. Yeah, there's a, uh, it's, uh, lingo jam. This was the, and this is where the lingo jam from earlier in the show comes into play now. Yeah, lingo jam is definitely one. If we could get that added to the to uh, uh, Wiki Bruce, that would be great. Um, I think that that would be. Uh, this is this is a really cool one, by the way. Um, but yeah, wingdings. Um, they do suggest that you do, and that's something that, that Jeff pointed out, is um, depending on how you do this, you kind of need to – let me pull up the – oh, dang it. I'll pull it up. Just one second. So let me pull up – you want me to pull up that page so we can kind of get a, a feel for it a little bit? 
Yeah, pull up the the emoji. All right. The I'll pull up the emoji one and see if that'll work. So I've got some. We'll give it a try. So let me go over here. So if you go back to on Lingo Jam, there's several things. Lingo Jam has some great stuff, by the way. Uh, that's really, I mean, it's got English to Shakespearean. It's got a Yoda translator, but it also has an emoji translator. Now, we don't know how good this is going to be, but we're going to try it. So English, okay, an emoji will appear here. So we're going to do it the opposite. Oh, wait. English goes here. Okay, I tried to do... i put the English here. Will it show? No. Yeah. I guess you... I guess the idea is that... Yeah, this only translates one way. It translates one direction. But let me see. Let me try one. But you could possibly do it. It'd take you a little while, but you could put an emoji in and it tells you it's angry. So... I don't know if you could. Well, you know, I don't think that matters on this one. You don't think it does? Uh-uh. I'll just see if no, I can. Because with, with Morse codes, it's just dots and dashes. You need two, two symbols. With binary, you just need two symbols. Baconian, you just need two symbols. So it doesn't matter. What the symbols are, it's just it's the order of the symbols. Right. So type just type angel in there where it says English goes here. Okay. Type in angel. It does bring it up. Okay. Type in give it a space and type devil. Okay. It, I'm not sure what it's in what it now, but the trick is, can you not? Can you take a symbol and go the other direction? Which is because when I try to when I try to put an emoji in there, it it like it automatically translates it. Oh right, because it gives you the emoji in English font. Yeah, so like if I I took I was trying I cut and pasted, I made a paste of one of the um, the guys with the with the tongue sticking out, mm. and if I that in, he goes cheeky. So it didn't even it just like automatically translated it, which might be helpful anyway, because if you don't know what the the emoji is, right? You know what I mean. So if you're creating a if you're creating something, um, then if you're going, you know, if you're making a if you're making a puzzle cache, you and you're using want to use emojis, you'd want to go from English to letting it tell you what the what the symbol is. Right. But if you cut and paste the symbol, it automatically puts in like I didn't I, I, I can't right. if that helps. Yeah. So type in there cool. C O O L. Cool. Yeah, it gives you the guy with the sunglasses. Those are symbols, yeah. So I guess uh, if you were to if you look at the, um, let me share the the cache page real fast. We're not going to solve the whole thing here, but so if you were looking at those symbols, I guess you could somehow work through something. 
Yeah, there's only two sets of symbols on every one of the on the lines. So yeah, right. So there's got to be there's got to be a way you can. I mean, there's something. Translate it to binary, then translate it into something else. Um, and Anne's on who she uh, she turned us on to this uh, puzzle, and she said she just got the FTF on that puzzle, so she knows how to do it. So there you go. Dollar a hit, you'll be Ann Rich. <laughs> Dollar a hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, okay, the description. Thanks, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate. It. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Description of the translator explains what it's doing. Yeah. So there are. Um, yeah, there's um, there's some definite things on that page. So definitely check out um, check that page out. Um, Um. Yeah, the Lingo Jam. So lots of we'll I'll get on and play with Lingo Jam, and uh, see if I can't figure out a way to make a, a cool, fun puzzle. There's some interesting stuff on here. There's um, glitch text. I'm not familiar with glitch text, but yeah. Oh wow! Ooh, take a look at this real fast. I know we're getting. But check check out some of the cool stuff you can do on Lingo Jam. Look at that thing. <laughs> so I guess that the idea is that the, uh, the so if I put in um see how it made Tom all squiggly. Mm-hmm. So, but you can see it pretty well. I don't know. You can't really hide. You can't really hide the word too well in there. Oh, that's an interesting idea. But LingoJam yeah. has several. Yeah, um, like the Matrix. Yeah. But it's got <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Oh. But it's got. Um, Please tell me there's not sound with it. <laughs> yeah, it has a robot voice generator. <laughs> I don't know. You could, yeah. I mean, some people like to do, um, try to put some audio on your puzzles. That's, yeah. for, that's for another show. Yeah. Um, that's where I got the Wingdings one was in there. So that's in there. English to Ned Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good stuff. Uh, okay, so anyway, check out Lingo Jam. It looks to be interesting. Um, but I do have one other thing I wanted to, uh, because uh, Charles found this, and I had no oh. idea what it was. So we'll let Charles comment on this photo. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What did I get myself into here? Oh, uh, you remember that? Yeah. So that's what is this? So this is the placard that is on part of the Mars rover for the Jet Propulsion Laboratory that you had I, I don't know I don't remember off the top of my head the guy's name but what's the guy's name from Jet Propulsion Laboratory um, uh, show yeah Dr. Beagle yeah so this is Morse code how uh, is this Morse code so long dashes and short dashes oh in, okay so you'll see it better right so so this is um Right, so this is Morse code, the 
the top portion and the bottom portion, right? So there's your Morse code. Um, but also on the um, Jet Propulsion Laboratories stuff that they sent up to Mars was the Dancing Man plaque. But this right. is... I couldn't, I couldn't find that for tonight, but yeah, it's on there. Uh, but this is Morse code. Um, and it's like idea for a puzzle. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Morse code doesn't always have to be dashes and dots. Um, you can have long dashes and short dashes. So if you... Um, if you look at the second character up there, Tom, so that's the first character. Go to the next block. You can see there's a short and a long and a long and a short, right? Oh, yeah, right here. So, so those dashes are, that's a short and a long, a long and a short. Short. So okay. Your, your, your dits and dahs and dahs and dits. That's <laughs> code. Uh, because that is the technical term for dots and dashes are dits and daws. Dits and daws, daws and dits. That's right. So, um, daws and daws in my world is data acquisition handling system. Uh, so, if you look, if you go back and watch some of our very first shows, um, I put in there a link to a video about military Morse code and why it was important and why they did it a certain way. And the instructor goes through and talks to you about how Morse code is very rhythmic and that there is a pattern to your dits and your daws and a pattern to the breaks in between characters. And so it doesn't all jumble together, but you have to have a rhythm to your dots and dashes. Right. So that the person on the other end of the line can understand it. And so they used to, when they were teaching you Morse code, they would have a metronome going in the room. Oh, right. That would, that would keep you, that would kind of keep you on a straight pattern as it were. Yeah. So it kept you in rhythm so that if for whatever reason you got jumbled doing it, you could take a pause and then back into it. Right. right. So, um, there was a lot of that, but um, yeah, I saw that when the Jet Propulsion Laboratory released that image. And and there's a if you go and look online, if you yep. just go and type in like Jet Propulsion Laboratory Morse Code Mars Rover, right, you're gonna come up with a plethora of stuff because the Jet Propulsion Laboratory and NASA released that photo. That's like a that was on a giant PDF flyer that they had. Yeah. And that image got released to the public and there were a bunch if not that I go down the Reddit rabbit hole very often. <laughs> Subreddit. <laughs> but there is a whole Reddit thing about the Jet Propulsion Laboratories Mars Rover and the Morse code that's on it and what it says and um there, it took a while for us to finally get a release image of the um, of the dancing man. Yeah, on the little gold plaque, yeah. uh, and then Jeff and I figured out that there was a wrong character because by the time I realized I was translating it and uh, realized that there was a wrong character. Yeah. I'd gotten back into our big group chat to be like, Hey, I found a typo. 
Oh yeah. And Jeff was already in there. And said, I found a typo. <laughs> Y'all found it almost the same time. And so it was very funny that, you know, and of course, if um, here's my shameless plug, if you follow my Instagram account at three Charles Watkins, I give away and I know I'm behind burnt turtles. Don't don't hate me. I'm working on it. But I give away one of these trackables in the form of a puzzle every Tuesday. Um, I'm behind a couple of weeks. And so um, I'll probably work on it as soon as we get done with the show, trying to get some of them published today. But every Tuesday I try to publish a puzzle um, where I have, I go out and actually hide one of these in the world. Um, I've got several people in Mississippi, um, some people in New Zealand. So if you're a Kiwi down there, um, I'll have a couple of these headed to New Zealand. I've got some people up in Michigan a couple of people in Canada who are going to hide one of these tags on my behalf. That's cool. Somewhere in the world. And then I publish a puzzle to that, wherever that tag is hidden. And if you can solve the puzzle um, and you're first there, you can snag my tag. That's right. Uh, Jerry, he left um, out of state. Grab a Pathfinder. Mm, no, I'm I'm working on it. <laughs> Give him time. He's busy. He's a working man. I had um, I had anything about friends in Texas. I, I heard he's got. I had a I had a hundred ten of these tags made, <laughs> um, and my goal was to take them all with me for um the 2020 celebration and woodstock and handle them out and the ape event up there in washington and um that didn't happen i got these i mean i got these 10 days before the lockdown for covid stuff happened in march um because i actually had some with me at texas challenge um what's your full instagram people are asking about Oh, here, hang on. I'll put it in the put it in the show notes. I mean, not the show. Put it in the uh, chat room. There okay. you go. So, um, that is my Instagram uh, account. That's also my Twitter account. But I only do the trackable giveaway on my Instagram account. Um, and I've got a couple of puzzles on there that um, I have one on there that I left open. Um, that nobody has solved yet. And so I'm going to extend that, that if anybody can solve the puzzle that's on there, um, there's actually a computer program that's written that will solve it for you. Um, but if you can solve the puzzle and send me a copy of the puzzle solved, a picture of it, then I'll send you uh, one of my um, trackables as well. So um, to the, to, you know, the first, well, you know, three or five people that can solve it um, without using the computer program. I've been working on it for when I got a hold of that puzzle. I've worked on it, I don't know, every day for oh, two or three weeks and got about halfway through with it. And then kind of as I come back to it, I left it on my desktop, would open it in paint and type in the new numbers Um in red font so that I knew they were numbers that I added to it. Right. Right. And, and it took me, I don't know, it probably took me close to six weeks to solve that puzzle. Um, and then I realized that, Oh, there's a computer program that, you know, if I download this program and input everything into it correctly, 
it'll solve it for me. <laughs> yes. So I did, I did it the hard way, um, but I haven't had anybody yet um, send me confirmation that they've that they have solved um, that one yet. So um, I'm I'm laughing here because my first two puzzles I put out, you know, I thought I was going to be tricky. So you know, everybody knows binary, and you and you know hexadecimal, and if you're a little deeper into it, you know octal. But really, you can make base whatever. Really? So mm -hmm. I made a, two puzzles in different bases, and I figured it out by hand. And it, it took a while. I did it with an Excel spreadsheet, and it got pretty involved with what I did to figure out, you know, zero to a, to a 999. And uh, so it, it took me a while. And I thought, man, it's going to take people forever to figure this out. <laughs> Cash is published, and the next morning they Boom. were found. Yeah. And I thought, how the crap did they do that? And I find out, yeah, there's apps online that'll do that for you. No, I I didn't have a clue. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So there you go. Um, cool. Good show, guys. Y'all did great. That's fascinating. I, you learned something. I mean, I learned everything. I learned so much every time. How to solve and how to, how, you know, that's the goal of the the show is not only how to solve but how to create because you can create you can create all. I mean that's that's the beauty of it so yeah and as you get down that rabbit hole of of solving more and creating more you end up with your own ideas or what you think are your own ideas um that you know or you look at something you're like oh man that'd be really good if i just added a little twist to it um <clears throat> and so yeah, you know, it's fun to get out there and not only solve them, but then also um, put out new ones for the community to to enjoy as well. So what's fun is when this, you know, you're the CEO and people ask you, you know, they tell you what they did before and then ask you a hint. And, you know, you usually go and give them a hint. But sure. when you hear what they did to get there. That oh. just gives you more ideas. Yeah, I've had people send me coordinates for uh, cash that I had published in Wyoming, and I was like, mm, "No, you're 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 not even in the right state." Way off. And they were like, "But, but," I was like, "You tell me how you got there." <laughs> but you know, they're, and, they're the correct coordinates. Why are you saying they're not the correct coordinates? These yeah, are the tell correct. Tell me how you got there because I'm going to make a puzzle out of that. <laughs> so, and man, they'll run down this rabbit hole, and you're like, "All right." And then you sit there and tell them your very second step is where you messed up in this, <laughs> and that at step three you would have solved this. Um, and, and and they've deviated right. They've, just a few trees off, and they went down that rabbit hole and kept going for miles. Yeah, and that kept so. changing the trajectory until they were way off. Yeah. So um, next Tuesday, tune in for Gadget Talk. Yes. Um, Gadget Talk is next Tuesday and the following Tuesday. Tom and I will be back um, for another round of. Puzzle Talk on the 10th and the 17th of November. Correct. Um, so tune in and check out the guys doing Gadget Talk. Uh, I go back and, and watch the shows, and 
I've got my boxes ready to go and uh, got some ideas that I'm going to reach out to Chad with and say, hey, how do I need to do some of this and some of that? And um, some things that I've reached out to him, he's like, oh, yeah, we, there's there's already a library that has all of that written. All you got to do is download it and put it in your Adreno board. Um, so I'm going to be working on some of that. But definitely check out our other podcasts on the network. Uh, Puzzle Talk is always a good time on the first and last Tuesdays of every month. Gadget Talk, yep. So check Gadget out Talk. Gadget Talk um, next Tuesday. And then, like I said, Tom and I will be back on the 10th um, and the 17th of November for our next iterations of Puzzle Talk. There you go. Thanks, everybody. 